How is it going everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge, and I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in to today's show. Now today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to revive a dead social media account. And specifically for this episode, I'm going to focus on Instagram because I imagine that is why many of you have come to listen to this podcast. Your account could possibly have no loyal fans or you're simply seeing a negative growth. So you are losing followers every single day. You are not actually gaining any or you may just have a bad engagement rate. Now, I know many of you may be listening to this thinking, oh, well, my account isn't actually experiencing any of these at the moment. But just have in mind that it could happen to you at some point. Your following could become stale. Your followers may not enjoy your content as much. And then you may start to experience some of these factors that I've previously mentioned. So this may actually become of relevance to you at some point. So even if it may not apply to you now, make sure you just keep listening to this episode because it will help you in the long run should that happen to you. So you have a dead account, you are getting no engagement, you are losing followers, and you simply just don't have that loyal fan base that you used to have. You need to diagnose the problem. And a dead account is normally down to one of two reasons. You either have a traffic problem, or you have a conversion problem. So you're having trouble converting your page visitors into actual followers. So I'm going to talk about each one independently, but first I'm going to talk about the traffic problem. So the traffic problem is essentially you aren't generating enough profile visits. Profile visits are what get you followers. If you can't actually get people to your profile in the first place, then nobody's gonna actually follow you. I think that's quite a simple point to make. But traffic problems are very common. People just simply don't click on your profile and therefore you do not increase your audience size. So how on earth do you rectify this? How on earth do you start getting more page visitors once again? And my first point I'm going to make is you need to invest so much more time engaging with other people. If followers aren't coming to you, put it that way, you have to seek out your audience and therefore you have to engage with others. You may have done this before. It's likely that this was your strategy when you were initially gaining followers for your account. You were going crazy with engagement. You were commenting on the top pages day in, day out. You were engaging with the top hashtags, just other people that were interested in your niche. But because you then started to gain that following, you started gaining organic followers, you then took your foot off the gas. You lost that concentration and you no longer carried on engaging. That is where your following began to stagnate. You were slowing down that organic growth. Your engagement is actually encouraging more and more page visits and those organic page visits through the suggested for you tab or simply people finding you in the Instagram SEO search. Because you took your foot off the gas, Instagram algorithm realized this and essentially they stopped pushing your content because you weren't engaging as much with the community. It works like that. You cannot expect engagement in return if you aren't actually putting engagement in in the first place. So 
To put it into simpler terms, you need to start engaging with the audiences of bigger accounts, those successful accounts that you aspire to be like, and engage with the audience through relevant hashtags. Start again. Start as if you were starting afresh. You have a brand new account and you're getting those original followers because you need to start building up that loyal fan base again. So you need to start engaging. But point number two, start collaborating with other creators. Collaboration is key, and as creators, we need to work together to help each other grow. If you may have noticed recently, there's a lot of guest posts going around. This is phenomenal. And if you don't actually know what a guest post is, it's essentially you are creating a post for another account in their style, and then they post that piece of content on their page. It's not a shout out because essentially you are creating content that fits into their niche, but you are essentially creating it for them and you can have a call to action at the end and they will also give you creation credits. So you will gain a following through this and people will see your work, but it's likely that other creators will do this because the creation of content is the most time consuming thing on their plate. So if you take that out the equation and say, look, I'm gonna create a piece of content for you. It fits exactly into your audience's niche will you post it if I do? Nine out of 10 times, they're going to say yes. So just reach out to other creators and see if they will accept some guest posts. If you do, you are going to see a massive increase in profile visits. Number three, submit your work for feature by curation pages. So these are essentially pages that post content in a specific niche. So it's like a theme page. So, for example, it's like one of those football pages that posts solely content on football, but with, say, you're producing design work or tips on how to create carousels or tips on how to use Illustrator or Photoshop, there are accounts out there that dedicate their content to just that niche. What they do is they repost content from other creators. They don't produce any content themselves. It's very, very similar to a guest post, like I mentioned previously, but some of these creation pages have upwards of 100,000, 200,000 followers because they have so much available content, they are a great resource. So if you can actually get to be posted on one of these pages, some of their posts get phenomenal reach. You'll see some getting upwards of 10,000 likes or say 250,000, 300,000 video views. That is all traffic that could be directed to your personal page. So make sure you are submitting content to those curation pages. And finally, just work on getting your post shareability up. If you are creating content that is shareable, then you are going to reach a wider audience. So you need to have this in mind when you're actually creating your content. You need to think, will people share this if I post it on my feed? Well, if the answer is yes, then go for it, post it, because you want people to be sharing your content on their stories, because then they're essentially giving you a shout out, and you are going to reach that wider audience that you hadn't previously reached. If your content previously wasn't shareable, then you are only reaching your followers, and you may be reaching a few people through the hashtags if you're able to rank there. But if you're able to make your post shareable, well, there you go. You're going to reach their whole audience, they end up sharing your post with their followers. So focus on creating content that is shareable. So now let's move on to the second problem. And as I mentioned earlier, this would be a conversion problem. So you've done the hard part now. 
you're getting those profile visits. People are visiting your page, they're seeing all your content, but you're falling at the last hurdle. They aren't clicking that follow button, so you aren't growing your audience. So a good conversion rate to aim for is 20% and above. So essentially you'd be gaining 200 followers for every 1,000 people that visit your page. If you can hit that, you're doing good. So aim for that 20%. But how do you increase this conversion rate? And these are pretty simple tips, so I will go through them quite quickly. So number one, have an easy to remember username. For example, mine is The Marketing Ethan. Marketing is my niche, Ethan is my name. It's simple, it's memorable. If my username was marketingethan456 underscore 3794, nobody is going to remember that. That is not memorable. Whereas I'd like to think the marketing Ethan is much simpler, much easier to remember. So just make sure that you have that in mind when you are creating your profile. Just have an at that is easy to remember. And point number two that kind of ties in to point number one because it's also about the username, you need to use a keyword in your username for SEO purposes. When people search for a certain niche in the search bar, you want to be showing up in that search. So I will use my account for an example again. My niche is marketing. My username is the marketing Ethan. So when people search marketing in the Instagram search bar, I will come up in the feed because my name has marketing in it. That is how SEO works in very simple terms. But if you are creating content in a certain niche, there's a few people out there in branding, in design, in UX, in Photoshop, it would be a great idea to have that niche in your username because people are looking to just simply find content on that given niche. If you have that in your name, you are going to show up within the top five to 10 people, let's say. That's assuming you have a good enough page. Point number three, in your bio, you need to write the benefits people will have if they follow you. That is your chance to sell. Why on earth would someone want to follow you if you aren't gonna provide them any value in return? They want to know what they are in for if they follow your page. So you need to be mindful when writing your bio. Tell them what they're gonna get from it. So my bio, for example, is, I help brands perfect social media marketing. And then on the second line, dropping marketing knowledge bombs. They know from those two lines alone exactly what my page is about. So when they follow, they know the exact content they are going to have to be consuming because they've done so. So make sure that you are selling yourself in your bio. Point number four. Post some content that shows you have experience. People follow authority figures. They tend to follow people that they aspire to be like, and therefore, if you are someone with less experience than them, or let's just say they may feel as if they may not actually learn anything from you, then they're not going to follow you. It's pretty simple. So if you're actually able to display your expertise and portray yourself as an authority in an industry through the content you produce and the experiences you've had and the results you've been able to obtain for people, then people are much more likely to follow you because they know you are good, they know what you are talking about. So just create content that shows your expertise. And my final point I want to make is simply have great call to actions. 
This is a point many people actually fail at. They've provided value and they have got a right to ask for something in return, especially on a carousel post. You can fit a ton of value into a carousel post. Use slide 10 to your advantage. Use slide 10 to get people to go to your profile and follow you. You simply just have to write, follow me for more content just like this. That can be your final slide. It's a call to action to follow you. And if people have experienced your content, they know what you're talking about, they know you know your stuff, then when they get to that slide 10 and they see, oh, okay, if this person's gonna post more content on this, then I definitely want to follow them, they're going to. So make sure you are using call to actions to your advantage. I see so many people out there that are producing phenomenal content, but they have a small, small audience because they just don't have call to actions in their post. No one actually goes to follow them because they don't ask them to. You have every right to ask someone to follow you when you've provided so much value in the post. So do it. Make sure you have phenomenal call to actions. And if you want to know how to write the perfect call to action, I actually made a post on my Instagram page. So definitely go over to that and check it out. Called Write the Perfect CTA. You'll see it, give it a read, and then you'll understand what you need to do. And that rounds up the two issues that I mentioned. So I hope you now know how to sort out whether you have a traffic problem or a conversion problem and essentially revive that dead page of yours. You may not have it now, but you may at one point. So I hope if it does arise that you'll be able to get out of that pretty sticky situation pretty quickly. So if you did enjoy today's episode or if you have any further questions, head over to my Instagram page and send me a DM. I'll make sure I will get back to all of you as quickly as I possibly can. I'm thoroughly enjoying getting to know you guys and finding out which of you actually listen to this podcast. So even if you are just listening and want to say, hey, drop me a DM, I will love to have a chat with you. If you did enjoy the episode, please hit that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you're on. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and left a five star rating and review. I cannot tell you how much it helps me as a host, help me get into the podcast algorithm, hopefully rank in the charts and reach that extended audience. But if you have got to this point in the show, I just want to finish off by saying thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Social Media Marketing School.